Well, hello there. I'm Karen Sander. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly, a program for the over 50s, those uniquely wonderful baby boomers. My aim is to educate, motivate and inspire you to embrace the exciting journey of life for decades to come. So stay tuned to meet a variety of guests who will share their stories and passions to help us gain insight into the ways to live a happier, healthier life. Welcome listeners to another episode of Aging Fearlessly and today there's something very, very different. I actually haven't decided on a theme for today but I might call it passion, friendship, getting active in a different way. I'm going to ask the ladies here, what would you call it? Fun. Fun, that's (laughs) a good one. Anyone else want to throw it in? Making magic. Making magic. Oh, I love that one. So first up today, before I even introduce the people I have in the studio, the six women I have in the studio, I am going to let them sing you a song. Maybe the sun gave me the power For I could swim the harbour and be home in half an hour Maybe the air gave me the drive For I'm all aglow and alive And alive What a day this has been What a rare mood I'm in Why it's almost like being in love There's a smile on my face For the whole human race Why it's almost like being in love All the music of life seems to be Like a bell that is ringing for me And from the way that I feel When that bell starts to peal I could swear I was falling I could swear I was falling It's almost like being in love of life seems to be be like a bell that is ringing for me and from the way that I feel when that bell starts to peal I could swear I was falling I could swear I was falling it's almost like being in love. Welcome back. You're listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Wasn't that a fantastic song? That was almost like being in love. I have with me some women from the Northern Beaches Chorus, and that was them singing live here in the studio. What an amazing song. How did you learn this song? Uh, Well, we decided to learn that song because we all have a passion not only for singing, but we also love a little bit of musical theatre. So that is a uh, song from um, the show Brigadoon, 
you might recognise. So that was one of the reasons why we chose that song. Ah, do you get to choose your own songs that you're singing? Absolutely. We um, we have a look at the songs that are available in the four-part harmony um, uh, genre. Uh, they don't have to be barbershop. Obviously, our uh, chorus is a barbershop chorus, but we often sing other songs. As long as they're arranged for four-part harmony, then we can sing them. Well, I'm going to introduce you. First of all, I have with me Sharon Stewart. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sharon Cartwright. Hi there. Hi. I have Pat Buckle. Hi there. Sylvia Fisher. Hello. Linda Wareham. Hello. And Claire Davies. Hello. Welcome, everybody. I'm so pleased you could join me today because I really love to share with my listeners things that are great to do. And as you said, Sylvia, a great theme would be fun because this really is fun. Mm -hmm. It sure is. Tell me a little bit about, and any of you can jump in. This is just a chat. Tell me a little bit about Northern Beaches Chorus. Well, we're an a cappella chorus, um, which means that there are four parts. We have lead, oh, we'll start at tenor, the highest, lead, baritone and bass. And we put all of our voices together to make this wonderful sound. And there are nearly 70 of us in the chorus at the moment. And we're oh constantly goodness. recruiting new members and yeah, some people move on to different states and things, but it's always something that we're passionate about. So even when people leave the chorus, they do move to other and move to other states. They actually do still join Sweet Adelines because it is so special. So tell me about Sweet Adelines. Well, Sweet Adelines is a worldwide organisation of women singers, all singing barbershop and a cappella music. Uh, we are over 22,000 singers worldwide and there are people in the USA, Canada, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, um, England, Scotland, all through the area you know, in uh, Europe uh, and growing. Wow, yeah. it's really, really fantastic to know that there's such an, an enormous group of people out there doing the same sort of thing and being really passionate about what they do. Absolutely. And it's been going since 1945. Um, Edna May, who was our, um, who's our founder, she was the wife of a barber shopper and was getting a little tired of sitting making cups of coffee and supper for the men and decided to get a few women in her own lounge room in Tulsa in Oklahoma. And uh, that has grown to this organisation that it is today, nearly 75 years later. And the term barbershop, how does that come about? Well, bar- barbershop is, is the genre. It is what we're, we're singing, a barbershop harmony, they call it. So it's a, a, an Iran. I'm not probably the best person to ask because it's very technical and I'm not a music reader myself. I just love singing, so I've, I've come along for the singing aspect. But from a music point of view, it's a, an alignment of different music notes and different chords that make a structure that we call it a barbershop chord. So it's uh, it was very prevalent in, in men's and men's were the first barbershoppers and then uh, the women came along and we like to say it was created by man but perfected by women. And, uh, and, <laughs> I like and we're, most things. Yeah. Yeah. We're now going strong in the, in the barbershop world and uh, it's just a fun, it really makes a really fun harmony to sing and when you get it right, I mean there's, there's, there's times when you're singing away and it's not quite there but when you get it right, when you get a barbershop chord it all just lines up and it's just magic. I'm sure you'll, I hope you'll hear more of it today. Well, I really am looking forward to hearing more of it because I I really do love music. 
um, except when I sing, because it's so out of tune, it's not funny. Um, but I think being able to sing is a really wonderful thing. And it's a really wonderful thing for health. Very much so. It's very cathartic. Claire, you're the one expert on I health am. there. I am a health professional. Oh, uh, what sort of health professional? I'm a nurse. You're a nurse. I'm a lecturer at Sydney Uni, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I am also a practising nurse uh, yeah. um, sometimes when I uh, do spare shifts. <laughs> uh, but um, we know that uh, obviously singing is something that requires you to focus on breathing and all of those sorts yep. of things. So that's definitely of benefit to you health-wise. But it helps to lower your blood pressure. It helps to lower your heart rate. Mm. It relaxes you calms you uh, all of those things but I think one of the biggest things when we're thinking about aging and why joining a chorus or uh, a choir uh, is of benefit is the social aspect so yeah. we know as we get older that um, being socially involved and socially connected to people is one of the things that makes you healthy and we're going to talk more about that because yeah. um, as I was talking to Sharon via emails this last week I've talked to her a lot about relationships and the forming of relationships and other things that I am particularly passionate about for aging fearlessly and because we do know there's there's many elements that help us when we're aging I know that we've got quite a few songs today and the second one you've chosen is when will I be loved I ask that question all the time (laughs) (laughs) who'd like to tell me about when will I be loved well I feel like I should have a crystal ball (laughs) (laughs) recently our chorus did a big show and the big show was at the concourse in Chatsworth and we had a a matinee and an evening performance which was a big big thing for our chorus um, because we hadn't done anything to that magnitude before so we're there at the concourse with our our two shows and sister quartet um, got to sing obviously in in both shows as well as the chorus and some other quartets that we have at Northern Beaches Chorus and uh, we had the beautiful Gina Jeffries join us with her husband Mm-hmm. Um, and they were on the show with us. So because we had Gina Jeffries, we thought we'd be a bit cheeky. And Sister Quartet thought, well, we're going to get into the country spirit and uh, sing some country songs that, you know, can, Gina, Gina will love, which she did. She was really pleased that we tackled the two songs. So we've learned When Will I Be Loved um, and another country song, Crazy. Yeah. And they were the two songs Sister Quartet sang on, on the show. So nice to be here performing it for you today. Mm, I'm sure it was a lot of fun on the show and I'm sure the audience was absolutely thrilled so we're just going to listen when will I be loved otherwise otherwise known as Dwayne Dwayne I've been cheated I've been pushed down, I've been pushed round, when will I be loved? When I find my new man, that I want for mine, he always breaks my heart in two, it happens Every time, it happens every time I've been made blue I've 
90.3, your community radio station. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly with Karen. Please go to Facebook and like the page Aging Fearlessly. Your voices are absolutely beautiful. I loved hearing that song. How fantastic. I bet you enjoy singing it. We do. We um, we sort of accidentally became a quartet, really. Uh, it's something that we probably thought we wouldn't mind doing, but our voices just seemed to blend very well and people just kept encouraging us. And that was just the lovely thing about being in the chorus. You only have to look like you're wanting to try something new and there's always so much encouragement. And so we continued on and you know, we, we met each other the same, we all joined the chorus on the same night. We turned up not having met each other before and came to a new member program and just happened to meet on the same night. So I think it was a bit sort of destiny, really, that, that we were meant... Our voices were meant to find each other. And how long ago was that? <laughs> that was in 2008, in the middle of the year. Oh, mm. my goodness. That's yeah. um, quite some time. That's like nearly 10 years. You've got an anniversary. We, we ha- do. Well, we, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Are you going to do something for it? We should. <laughs> we should. I think a cruise or something really spectacular. Like Have you ever thought about singing on a cruise? A cruise, mm. yes. We do. We dream about it all the time. <laughs> well, I think you should do something about that. You should do, put it out there that you can come on board and do some entertainment. You might get a free cruise. Yay. <laughs> you know, they do things like that, I'm sure. Well, I think fun. you've just done it for us. Oh, oh, great. <laughs> Hopefully well, one of your listeners. Yeah. Who knows? You know, you just need someone like you just have to go to some of these P&Os or carnival yeah. cruises or one of these great cruise companies and yeah. say, hey, look, we've got something special. Yeah. Find, you know, you could do something on the way to the Melbourne Cup. It's only a two-day, you know, or a three-day. Exactly. That would be fantastic. Yeah. 
And we, you know, there actually are um, in the US. It's quite popular that that the Sweet Adeline's uh, organization and the Barbershop Harmony Society, the men's organization, they often get together and book out big cruises and they go around the Caribbean and um, you know all sorts sing. of places and they sing and they do classes and they join together and make a big chorus and perform for one another and you know there are other guests on those cruises I'm not sure how they feel about it all. <laughs> well, I'm sure they get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Now sister spelt S-I-S-T-A. Yeah I think Claire's got the story on this one. I don't think I've got a real story on it, but I, I, we were looking. Is for someone a name. just a bad speller. <laughs> <laughs> I, think so. I, um, I we were thinking about what we were going to call ourselves, and we we uh, deliberated for quite some time as mm. to what the name of what our name was going to be. And then I had an email from a friend of mine in the UK, or it may have been a Facebook communication, and she signed it, uh, "Love your sister," oh. with an exclamation mark, and I thought. You know what, that just, um, it just to me epitomised the, the sort of kinship and friendship and sisterhood that we really have oh. in our chorus and in the whole organisation, Sweet Adelaide's International. It is a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so that was where Sister was born. That's <laughs> us. That's us. Well, you know, you have to ask where these things come from. You just can't presume. One of our members here today is Pat Buckle. And Pat, you are unique and you are a woman ageing fearlessly. (laughs) Honestly, I take my hat off to you and you remind me of my mum who's 90 now and mum's out doing things, playing bridge on the computer and whatever. And you are 88? Yes. Yes, I'll be 89 in about six weeks. (gasps) And you're singing madly with... The chorus. Yes, well, I've uh, asked Linda, our director, to let me know when I'm less uh, of an asset and more of a di- liability. <laughs> I don't know whether Never. she will. T- she, I don't think she'll have the heart. She's too kind. So I have to ask someone else <coughs> to let me know when I should leave. I, you know what? I think you'll know yourself. <clears throat> yes, I probably will. You know, my, it, and my body tells me every now and again I should give up, but <laughs> I'm still there. Yeah, I'd like to sing until I turn 90, but that's another year or more than a year away. So we'll just have to wait and see. Well, you look very fit and healthy. So I think 90 for you is going to be like 70 for someone else. So I, w- I would just keep that in mind because <laughs> what happens in our lives happens because of the way we think. Yeah. A lot to do with the way we think. Well, I'm in yeah. the bass section with Pat, so I have quite a lot to do with her when we even group together in a, in a section rehearsal. And Pat's always one of the ones that has always learnt her music correctly and first. And even on the way here when we were driving, she needed me to stop and deliver um, a CD that she'd burnt off her computer because another member didn't know how, hasn't got the resources to use the technology. So Pat's all over it <laughs> and she got us to, <laughs> to stop by and deliver that on our way here. So she's all over this whole thing. <laughs> um, Pat, you might have to come and be technically, you know, savvy uh, for me here, but, you know... It's I don't know. I, I haven't learnt everything that's on my computer or my mobile phone, but I do uh, use what is handy for myself. So. And that's my mum. So let me, let me just talk about her for a minute because she likes to look at Facebook, she likes to do her emails, and she likes to look up bridge results and play bridge games on, on her computer 
But every now and again, I get a call and she goes, Karen, I'm really having trouble with blah. I can't see blah, blah, blah. So I got so frustrated recently because I know how frustrated the technicians when they're talking to me get. And I felt like mum's technician and I was going, oh my goodness. So I've installed a program now. And if she has trouble, she can log into that. I can log in from my end. She can give me a code and I can go on and look at her her computer she's four and a half hours away from me to drive so it's really handy because now I don't have to drive around roundabouts coaching her on what she should do it's um it's quite you know it's quite funny but it's great that people in their 80s are actually embracing technology it's really important well I when I went to was working I retired oh goodness me it's over 20 well over 20 years now um I started on an ordinary typewriter, then I advanced to an electric one, yep. um, which I was frightened of. You know, you only had to lean over, <laughs> lean over, and Any your boobs you? started typing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I, the first week in my new job, I took a waste paper bin full of paper home with me because I was, I was ashamed <laughs> to let anyone see it. And then I advanced to one of those uh, typewriters that has a little computer in it and you le- it uh, used to record uh, or show you about two lines of typing. Then mm. I finally got on to, um, oh, I can't, but I can remember when I was about 60, we had to learn something new and um, another lass in the office came with me to the class where our teacher was in the city and um, she'd already told the, the class that she had. She had these two 60-year-old women coming in and they could learn much better than you. And, you know, you better pull your socks up. So um, we, we had pulled our socks up. We had to. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise well, we were out of a job. Well, I was a teacher, as was Sylvia, and I didn't need to type. And in my 30s, someone said to me, here's my electric typewriter, get out and teach yourself to type because you're going to need to one day. So I had the old IBM computer that used to, yeah, the golf ball that used to weigh a ton. And I taught myself to type and thank goodness because today I can type really fast. I can get through emails really fast. And it was really the, you know, the getting into the computers that I like because I'm not looking, I'm just typing. But good on you. I think it's fantastic to embrace modern technology i do think it's wonderful that you're in a choir but why did you join well i've always um loved singing i always sang um as a child i can remember singing who's afraid of the big bad wolf Uh when i was about five for my um father visiting mum in hospital i had to sing for the nurses (laughs) so i've sung all my life and at school and um so i missed it uh, when I was uh, working, I didn't sing so much, and um, I wanted to join something. And a friend of ours sang a male barber shop, men's barber shop, which intrigued me. And there was a group of women singing a uh, um, cup of coffee, whatever that song is. Oh, Java Jive. Cup of, cup of coffee, whatever. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> and I thought I'd like to join someone like that. Well, an, an ad came up in the paper, Manly Daily, uh, for the North Beaches Chorus, wanting members. At that stage, that was in the 90s, at that stage, um, my husband uh, was fading with dementia. So I cut it out, but I didn't do anything about it. 
And then later, um, I was still looking for something to do after he uh, died, and I saw another ad for the Northern Beaches Chorus. So I rang up the number that uh, they had in it and asked about it, and I said, um, what, does age make a difference? And she said, oh, no, no, no. I said, well, I am 77. Do you think that's a bit old? And she said, oh, no, no, do come along. So that's when I joined, I think... My friends, who were similar age, if not older, thought I was starkly mad. <laughs> See, the, the thing is, you never listen to your friends. No. Yeah, never, ever, ever listen to them. <laughs> so anyway, I came at 77 and uh, I've just loved it. And uh, I was accepted by everyone. <clears throat> I'm sort of, I'm almost a great-grandmother to some of them, I suppose. Definitely a grandmother to lots, the majority of them. But they've always treated me very kindly and we have a lot of fun. So 11 mm. years and so I, there's a lot of talk these days about ageism. And I guess for you guys, and I'm in a, I, I belong to a sporting group where there's young kids as seven or eight to um, a couple of gentlemen that are in their mid-80s and we all swim. And it's you don't think, oh, they're... You know, we're just... A family, you know, and do you find that that the ageism it doesn't sort of enter into that? I feel uh, I feel young inside. I was only saying to someone the other day, uh, I feel young inside. Um, I don't feel like the little old lady that I think I look like. <laughs> but um, I think you're being very hard on yourself. <laughs> you don't look like a little old lady. <laughs> um, that, but being in the chorus has made a huge difference to, to me. I've, uh, I'm not driving anymore because I'm not seeing well enough. And um, if I didn't have singing, I, I would have less social life because a lot of my friends are too far away and it's too complicated to get there with the different buses yeah. and trains. So, so it's really important I've got to the your course life. And uh, they're very kind. They give me lifts and they come and visit. And um, I just love being a member. That's fantastic. Mm. And, you know, I, why I really wanted you here today was because I think it's important to encourage people of all ages and, and the older they get to get out and have a go because that's what life's about and you only do get one chance. And I have a, a motto of growing old is inevitable. Uh, sorry, that is not correct. <laughs> Ageing is inevitable. Growing old is a choice. Sorry, I even got my own little <laughs> saying wrong. But growing old is inevitable. Sorry, ageing is inevitable, but growing old is a choice. And you've made a choice to do something that you really enjoy. So I think that's fantastic. And I think other people need encouragement to go out and do the things that they really enjoy and look for things in life. Uh, the next song we're going to have, If I Give My Heart to You. Who'd like to talk about giving my heart to you? <laughs> well, this was a song that we sang with the chorus and we loved it so much that we decided to sing it as a quartet and uh, it was the ballad that we sang in Perth in 2013 when we came second in the national contest. So our best ever score and our best ever result in Australia's barbershop, women's barbershop championships was to, with this song. So it's always been particularly special for us. Well, let's enjoy... If I give my heart to you. It's beautiful, it's gorgeous. Just sometimes we... Will you promise to be 
and 90.3, your community radio station. To find out more, go to the website rnb.org.au. I am here today with the Northern Beaches Chorus and a quartet called Sister and members of Sweet Adelines. I'm absolutely loving talking to the six people I have in the room today who are Sylvia, Sharon, Sharon, Pat, Claire and Linda were talking about having fun and you know they do it through the choir and through their voices so I want to find out a little more we've just talked to Pat who is 88 and a very vibrant and necessary part of this choir the younger members how old are they 
Well, we have, when actually when I joined the choir, I was the second youngest member. So when I joined, the youngest member was Kylie, and she's actually one of our assistant directors. Mm. And she is just so inspiring to be a young, knowledgeable lady with young children, and um, she does so much work for the chorus. She teaches us. She's often out the front directing us when Linda's away. Um, and she's a very inspiring young lady. So I joined. She was only at that point in her probably just 30s Um, and uh, then since then we've had a lot of young people join us so whilst I was the second youngest for a little while uh, soon we had an influx of of younger girls in in their 20s and 30s um, and now we've got such a a wide range of um, ages and it is nice to see the young ones come in and they come I've actually I actually work with a lot of young girls and I've brought them along to some of our rehearsals and they're completely amazed and blown away at what the older ladies can do and they just sit there with goosebumps saying wow you know (laughs) I want to do this and um, it's so nice because for the younger ladies some of them have come over from the UK and some of them I know the girl that I work with her parents have moved away from home and they're young ladies you know working full-time jobs and they've got young children and they're newly married some of them and they come to chorus and they find a second family and they find a lot of second Mm. mums yeah yeah, that's really fabulous and Mm. where where do you work with younger people I work in French's Forest at um, Mimosa Kids a children's centre oh okay so a lot of the young girls there I mean I think maybe it goes with the with the job that they all sing and they all sing beautifully so I'm forever <laughs> saying come along come along so oh, um, I've had a couple of new recruits from there but uh, Ashley is only in her in her 20s and she's absolutely loving it so she's jumped right in and she just sees what the older ladies like Pat does and she says well I want to be like Pat one day oh <laughs> you know? yeah well and lots of people so want to be like Pat yeah. 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 <laughs> and so a lot of it's word of mouth as well as you obviously put things out in um, the Manly Daily and yes encourage friends word of mouth and look anyone can come can mm. just come along and they'll find a lot of fantastic friendly women that just will welcome them mm. do you have social media we do we have a Facebook page mm-hmm. um, and that gets a lot of hits sister yeah. has a Facebook page as well so there's two Facebook pages there and we have our own Northern Beaches uh, chorus website mm. well. and do you sometimes put your songs up we do. Yeah, you can go onto the you can go onto the web web page and have a little have a little listen. Mind you, you've got a good snapshot today, but yes, the chorus will be on the web the website. Northern oh, Beaches that's fantastic! And we'll talk more about joining up later because I know it, when people hear this interview, and of course, I'll turn it into a podcast um, after it's aired. So then people can you know download it and listen and and see what exactly it is that you guys do. So any organisation needs people like Kylie who are driving it, yes? Mm -hmm. So do you have presidents and do you have like an you know, a broader committee? I'm trying to do and Sylvia Sylvia's on our management. We we actually have a management committee. Um, we have a music committee and yeah, so there are social sides as well as the the management of the administration Mm -hmm. side of the of the chorus. Um, and I get to meet a lot of the members when they're first starting and encourage them to continue with us. And we have quite a few new ones coming on when we return on the 29th of January. So that'll be lovely to see them. And, and it's interesting because someone actually sent me an email today. She said, um, I, I'm not very good at breathing and I'm not very good at um, reading music. She said, but I love singing. And I said, that's all you need, just a love of singing, come along. And we learn. One of the things that I'm enthusiastic about is that we are constantly learning 
how to actually use our instruments mm -hmm. and our instruments are our voices mm. um, and that's really from, from my point of view I've been with the chorus nearly five years now and um, it's just I feel as if I'm improving all the time yeah um, and I can hear around me all of the, the voices and we're yeah just yeah. love it and how often do you guys practice? Every Monday night. Um, Terry Hills. Oh, you come up to Terry we Hills. We come up to Terry oh, Hills. Oh, where do you practice here? The Japanese school in Te Terry Hills. Ah, okay. And, um, yep, come hell or high water, we're <laughs> there well and truly. You can't stop us. We start at about 7.30 in the evening and finish about 10.30 at night and have supper afterwards. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> supper's important. Supper, supper is important, yeah, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm sure supper's important. You probably deserve supper after. <laughs> and I'm sure there's some good cake bakers yeah. that bring cakes and Definitely. yummies along. Absolutely. Uh, is there? And it's also one of the important things is we're actually learning all the time as well. And we have these wonderful coaches that come out from America. Oh. And we have, we have a retreat coming up in February. And we have um, a coach coming out from America there. And she will be teaching us how we can improve our voices and make sure that um, we're absolutely tip-top for our convention in Hobart in May. So... You said just two things there. First of all, you talked about learning. And one of the things that I promote through Aging Fearlessly is lifelong learning. And even Bill Clinton, since he's given up um, his um, presidency, has said that one of the things he's learned since he gave up is you have to keep on learning. Mm -hmm. And he's studying something like, not quantum physics, but some something out there but he's basically back at university studying something very very serious Essential. that he loves mm. absolutely and it's like pat learning the computer and learning to sing and you know learning the songs etc but you mentioned a retreat mm -hmm. what's the retreat all about well that's us getting together first of all um we stay overnight in this particular retreat and we are there learning our songs we're learning the choreography because there's a lot more involved than just the singing oh really yep we get there to boogie it too <laughs> oh, so, so what else besides the singing oh well um we have coaches and we will sometimes have individual um tuition or section tuition so the perhaps i'm a baritone and perhaps the barrys will go with our section leader and we learn our part of the song and then the leads and the tenors and baritones. Um, and then we get together and we put it all together mm -hmm. until we make the sounds that we're happy with and that our directors are happy with too. And so. also the storytelling aspect because uh, in barbershop singing, one of the things you're judged on is the ability to make a meaningful connection with your audience. So if you can bridge the what the lyricist was trying to tell in the and, and the composer what they were trying to express by creating the song in the first place if you can deliver that to an audience and really move them and either bring tears to their eyes or make Goose them laugh bumps. you know that kind of thing in a good way <laughs> yeah. um then then you've done your job well and these coaches like once we've learnt the notes and the words and the basics of it they come and really help bring that artistry to the music and that's what we aim for so the thing for singing and i think claire you mentioned no lindo you mentioned it before um is really for the memory too it's great for you know creating new neuro pathways absolutely i mean as you said before learning it as you get older 
um, is vital to keeping your brain active. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, learning new music, um, learning the lyrics, learning um, uh, melodies, learning how those parts fit together is a really important part of what we do. Um, sometimes it can feel a little onerous when we have several songs to learn and, um, you know, we're, we're trying to perfect them. But it really is one of those important things about um, keeping our minds working, really. It's very interesting because I used to work in films and uh, I used to teach young actors, but on an educational school basis because they were travelling all over the world and I worked in places like Poland and China with these kids. But I worked once with a young boy on... Do you remember a series, Leaving Liverpool? It was... Um, oh, yeah, so I worked with the two children that came out from... They were teenagers. They came out from, a, from, um, from Liverpool. They were Liverpudlians. And one of them, the young man, really had a, a very bad stutter. But, like, we've also seen singers, this happens. But when they're acting and on stage, they don't stutter. When mm. they're singing, mm. when people are singing... They tend to lose that stutter. It's amazing, isn't it? it just is what the concentration mm. of, you know, and, and that's just something we probably don't completely understand. But, yeah, just mm. amazing what singing mm. can do and how it can help someone, especially to grow personally and develop self-confidence. Absolutely. That's the other thing. It's, self-confidence. It's empowering you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, self-confidence is a big part of it as well. Um, I'm sure many of our ladies, and myself included, uh, before joining the chorus, um, the thought of standing up and singing in front of people would have been quite horrifying. (laughs) Daunting, really. And and there would be many of our members who would say that they would never be able to do that in a million years. But, you know, with support and the help of the chorus, we do those things now. And it really does do wonders for your self-esteem i would never worry now about standing up and talking in public because i know i can stand up and sing in front of a thousand people as we do when we go to competitions yeah and it's very empowering and i think the word i was just sorry something else just came into my brain it's about um stepping out of your comfort zone absolutely sorry i I just went off i I could see what i wanted to say and it wasn't coming out but that comfort zone and and of course as we know with a comfort zone we have a comfort zone and where where we stand today is like our comfort zone and it's because we feel comfortable Hmm. but the minute you step out of that comfort zone that's when it feels uncomfortable but that's where the learning happens and that's where the magic starts but as soon as you feel comfortable there, the yeah. comfort zone gets bigger again. So you're always stepping out of your comfort zone. We are zone. constantly mm-hmm. talking about that when we're talking about our own learning. And um, particularly when it comes to the artistry that Sharon was talking about, that may require us to get into character when we're on stage. It may require us to actually um, let go a mm. little. And um, we often talk about moving outside of that comfort zone, particularly when we're on stage, mm. uh, and being able to um, step into that realm of something that does make us a little uncomfortable. But you're right, it's where the magic happens. So, And that is where, you, you know, it's so important for self-esteem and believing in yourself mm. and growing. There's and another song here. Help! I'm turning into my... 
Parents. Parents. Oh my goodness, no! I love the title. Gorgeous. It certainly happens to us as we get a little bit older. We start to. (laughs) The song is about all of those things. When we were when we were learning it, we had all had that experience. My one of one of my lines is about like. Oh, I, I'm just resting my eyes. I'm not really asleep and the, that kind of thing. And my dad does that all the time. And it's just like words that come out of your mouth in the song that have, you've, you've definitely heard mum and dad say. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> help, please help. Won't someone help me? I need help. What can I do? I had a stare a couple of weeks ago. It really gave me the blues. I found myself cutting coupons from the Sunday news. I'm getting up in the morning now at the time I used to go to bed. I wanted to buy a new pair of shoes. I bought a washer and dryer instead. Help, I'm turning into my parents. So yeah, 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 turning into my mom, turning into my dad. I like my folks a lot. Hey, that doesn't mean I want to be um. Oh, gosh, this situation's very sad. Doom, 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 doom. And then on Friday nights, I just collapse. My happy hour is a I used to party, drink and smoke, but now my body just says nope. Please tell me, how can this happen? How can this be? where jewelry's supposed to go. No, no, no. Every night in front of neighbours, I fall asleep in the chair. My biggest thrill on a weekend, bleaching my moustache hair. I've been listening to rock and roll ever since it's been around. But when I first heard pink, I yelled, Hey kids, turn it down! Help, I'm turning into my parents. Yeah, 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 turning into my mom, turning into my dad. I like my folks a lot. Hey, it doesn't mean I want to be a... Oh, gosh, this situation's very sad. I'm turning into my mom. I'm turning into my dad. Help, I'm turning into my You are listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. We are back with the Quartet Sister 
and Pat and Sylvia from the Northern Beaches Chorus. So I've got six women in here today and I'll tell you it is very, very funny. <laughs> I can have a really good laugh with them and they're just doing things that I really admire. Hobart. Who wants to talk about Hobart? It's a great town, isn't it? It's yes. a lot of fun. We've been there before, so actually it was our first ever Sisters First um, competition that we went to when we first joined the chorus in 2008. Yep. The first convention we went to was in Hobart, um, and we've been once again since then, and we're going again this year. So we really love Hobart. We, we perform there at the convention centre, and or casino, what is it? Casino? Rest Point Casino. Casino, yeah. that's it, and it's and so no much fun. no going upstairs and rolling no. the dice. No. <laughs> no high rollers. <laughs> no high rollers, but there's lots of bars there and lots of places to dance and celebrate. So, yeah. look, it's a lot of fun because we get together with all the other um, Sweat Adelines around Australia that we know we're all friends with. So it's not just about Northern Beaches Chorus. It's about the uh, our region, which is Region 34 in Sweat Adelines. It's about us all getting together and coming together as a huge big group of harmony. So we're singing at the bars and we're singing in the elevators and we're supporting each other and it's just so much fun. And how many days have you got in Tassie? Uh, Sister Quartet always goes for four days, so we just like to have the first day just just for us to do spray tans and <laughs> oh play with hair and perfect our outfits and things like that. The real sisters <laughs> of Sydney spray exactly. tans. <laughs> I hope great. you know what I'm referring to. Yes. <laughs> spray tans. Fun. But the convention itself has the uh, the quartets compete on a Friday and the choruses all compete on the Saturday. So, I mean, if you were short of time, you could really just come down on the on the Friday and the Saturday, the two nights, and fly back home again to your normal life. So it is. It's it's just like getting away mm. from it all, and it's just something so unique and so wonderful to be part of. We call it Plummet Sweet Adelines yeah. when you're down there because mm. it, you, it's not reality. It's, uh, it's it, absolutely it's, not. It's, it's so much glitter there. <laughs> it's, really it's all about makeup. It makes Makeup, sparkles, and sequins, and (laughs) and of course spray tans and spray tans. (laughs) But it's the sort of thing that you know, like I've got, I've got sons, so I've never had this. But you know, daughters who've been in ballet and you know all of dancing and performing, you know, people invest all of that money and time into going in making costumes and all that sort of thing, and suddenly you get a little bit of that for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, it's a similar kind of thing. It's like a big festival and, and uh, you know, and everybody's got each other's back. We all lift each other up and want and mm-hmm. are hoping like crazy that people put their best work on yeah. the stage. It's, yeah. Even, even though, though it's, it's a competition. A, yeah, even yeah. though it's a competition, we're all there as, um, as we talked about before, a sisterhood. And it's all about supporting our fellow choruses from across uh, Australia and meeting our friends who we have, many of them we haven't seen all year, but yeah. we're meeting back up again and it's a, it's a big party really. Sharon, you are on the International Board of Directors of? Yes, of Sweet Adelines. I um, goes back to 2010, I guess, uh, I when I... As I, was, as I was getting closer to 2010, which was the year I turned 50, I thought if I have never been to America, that's the year I want to go and I want to go and celebrate my 50th birthday in New, in New York. So I decided to do that and then I heard about this international competition thing. By that stage I joined and uh, Sweet Adelines and then Linda was getting an international award on stage and I thought, yeah, I could maybe postpone it and go later in the year and do all of those things. So I just went and had a look at this this event which I'd only ever heard about and then I was at in Seattle it was that year Mm -hmm. 
And that year was a really big audience. There were nearly 10,000 women in the audience. And it just blew my mind. People of all ages from, you know, early teens right through to seniors just going crazy on the stage and putting their best work out there. And people, leaders in the organisation, you know, being up there presenting things. and, And I thought, this... This is bigger than I even thought. It's not. It's bigger than just what happens in our re- rehearsal hall on the Northern Beaches. So something switched on. I like a switch. It just yep. flicked, and I wanted to know a little bit more about being part of it. So I joined the. I joined the uh, regional management team here in Australia and was on that for five years. And then it just became sort of a, something to do was to to apply to be on the International Board of Directors. And I was told that even if you apply, it could take four or five years even to get on the slate of nominees. But I got on the slate of nominees in my first go and I was appointed in my first time. And so I became the first Australian to be representing um, us on, on the International Board of Directors. And I've just since... Um, been successful in a, a three-year election position and I was elected by members all over the world. And so that's probably a big role, huh? It's quite a big role. Yeah, yeah, it is. And there's a lot of change happening in the organisation because it's, um, you know, you've got to move with the times and you've, oh, got, to, exactly. you've got to shape the organisation um, now uh, with, a, with an eye on the future and, pe- and in making it really relevant to people of all ages and bringing younger people through. So I'm really... In, excited and I get to go to the US three times a year for meetings and uh, including the international contest which this year will be held in St Louis and I'll be there and actually I'm performing there as well um, this year and did that with Claire two years ago in um, in Las Vegas as well. Well, well I've got here MGM Grand in Las Vegas, yeah. Las Vegas so that's where you performed. Yes in the Grand Garden Arena and as Claire and I went down the hallway to get onto the stage, which we call it in the traffic pattern. We're walking down and on either side of the hallway to backstage were big posters of, you know, Barbara Streisand and Beyonce and Mariah Carey and Michael Jackson, thinking they had walked that same pathway that we were walking and it just felt like this is real. That's fantastic. You know, to do that, to, to even think that at the age I am, I would have those kind of experiences, experiences. Yeah. Uh, you know you've just got to get in there and do it and make those things happen for yourself do you know what that's crazy <laughs> why did i say ah, that <laughs> nice segue <laughs> we, we know that song oh, do you, yes. do you think he could sing crazy <laughs> okay he comes crazy 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 for feeling so lonely so lonely Feeling so blue, crazy for feeling so lonesome and doggone blue. Cause I knew, I knew you loved me as long as you wanted. You loved me as long as you want. And then someday you'd leave me for somebody What in the world?
crying and I'm crazy for loving you. I love crazy because you know basically I'm fairly crazy we're really running out of time so Sylvia mm-hmm. could you tell us how people can find out more if they would like to if the listeners would like to join or find out more about Northern Beaches chorus how do they do yep. that you can contact us on our website which is www.northernbeacheschorus.com.au and or they can come along on a Monday night from 7 to 7.30 at the Japanese School in Terry Hills. When do you start up again? We start up again on the 29th of this month okay, of January. So yeah. after Australia Day. Is there a phone number? Yes. There is a phone number. 0477 So today I have had the most amazing time and thank you members of the Northern Beaches Chorus sweet Adeline and sister. I've had with me today Sylvia Fisher, Sharon Cartwright, Pat Buckle, Sharon Stewart, Linda Wareham and Claire Davies. Thanks ladies. I've had fun. Hope to see you. And we love talking about our passion. So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, aging is inevitable and growing old is a choice. The sun is shining bright outside. There's a sparkle in your it's not all man to find, it's a wonderful life. Let's go and climb mountains high, swim across oceans wide. Live out our dreams, just you and me. Let your heart be alive. There's no time to wait. Gotta go get the most out of time Don't be afraid Like this treasure that you've got to find Baby, don't be shy Let's go and take that ride Taste the sweet and the spice Everything nice Let your heart be alive Just let your heart come alive, honey
Let your heart be alive. 